Welcome to Forever's podcast, where today I'm thrilled to be talking to England and Manchester City footballer Jill Scott about motivation. Jill grew up in Sunderland and started playing football aged eight. She went on to join Everton Ladies in 2006, making her debut for the England senior team in August of the same year. She then joined Manchester City in 2013. Jill has earned over 140 caps and has been ever present in the England team for the last 10 years, competing in three European Championships and four World Cups. So welcome, Jill. Thank you for joining me today. No, thank you. It's a pleasure, as always. So typically at this time of year, mid-jam just about, we would hopefully still be committed to and motivated by some new goals or New Year's resolutions. Um, obviously, it's quite different this year. Um, I've heard many discussions about people saying that given the new lockdown um, and the seriousness of the pandemic that we're experiencing here, they're, for example, not going to do dry January, which may have been on their list, for example. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? When you hit January, it's like New Year, New Me, but I think everybody's mood is generally a bit low, especially since the announcement of another lockdown. So I think people are trying to think of things to keep the morale high and with dry January and maybe hitting the gym, it takes a lot of motivation and a lot of work and people are probably thinking they don't want to stress themselves any more than they kind of are at the minute. So I do understand that really. Yeah, me too. Um, I suppose in some ways it can maybe feel even more punitive on top of what is already feeling quite punishing for people. So motivation is clearly a struggle at the moment for many of us. Um, why is motivation so important? What do you, you know, what are your views on motivation? I think it's massively important. Obviously, I'm, I'm lucky enough to, to do a job that I love. So every day kind of you're going in and, and playing football which is what I love to do and sometimes that is motivation in itself because you're not really thinking about the end goal or I think with some of the girls um, or people in general who are looking for motivation the end goal motivates them so much that they don't mind if if it's not a job that they love doing every single day but yeah it's so important and Although I say I love it, which I do, there's still days where I look outside the window at seven o'clock in the morning, it's it's snowing, it's raining, and I think, oh, we've got a two and a half hour grueling session outside in that. But yeah, you just at the at the moment, I think the motivation is that we all feel very lucky that we're still able to do our jobs. Um and a lot of people that are working from home and stuff like that. So I think that's definitely our motivation at the minute that we feel extremely lucky to still be heading out and still have a routine to our day, which I think is very important. Yeah, I agree. So we're looking at the next seven weeks, possibly longer, and they're going to be a challenge for everyone. So um, how can we stay motivated um, during this time? What, what advice could you give us? I think one word that I just touched on is routine and it's probably something that I would never think I'd be sat here saying because people that always probably know that I hate routine. I like to be random. Um, I hate it when my day just follows the same pattern and I always try and mix it up. But I think in this, this last year, I've definitely recognised that that is so important because if you get to the point where you're like, well, what's the point in getting out of bed? I haven't got work today. Um, then you kind of just get stuck in a bit of a rut. So, yeah, I think routine is a very important one. 
obviously I'm going to see exercise um, given my job but I just think the thought of sometimes so in lockdown we had about eight weeks where we weren't with the team and we had a fitness plan to follow and I, I struggled at times to get myself out to the pitch so I totally understand for the, the people that don't have it as a job and just to doing it to keep fit and healthy it's extremely difficult to get yourself up and to do it but I think that feeling after of just mm. kind of finishing the session and you kind of get this rush of whatever it is, but it's just a feeling that you've accomplished something with your day. So, yeah, I would definitely say exercising, just trying to look after yourself, food as well, eating good foods. It, ju it just puts you in a better mood. Um, I know we all love to sit on the sofa and have a packet of biscuit with our cup of, cup of tea, but I think mm. if you like being healthy and you're exercising I think you just have a healthier mind as well as body yeah it's about foundation isn't it really you know giving yourself the best chance and sort of sleep and nutrition and exercise are sort of founding principles so the sleep side of things I mean I'll be completely honest with you I don't feel I don't consider myself an anxious person and I don't think of myself as being anxious around this pandemic. Obviously, it's concerning and not great what we're living through. But one of the things that has been impacted for me is my sleep. So I don't go through the night at all now. And, I'm, and there'll be some nights, for example, when there was the announcement of the last lockdown where I actually woke up several times during the course of the night. So what about you? Do, you? do you struggle with sleep? Is that an issue for you? And Or do you have a bedtime routine? What goes on for you? I think sleep's never really been an issue. My mum used to say that um, I could fall <laughs> on a washing line. So I don't know if that's because of being active in the day. I'm kind of all or nothing. So I'll, I'll just go 100% and then the next minute I'll, I'll probably be asleep. But I think what you touched on there is the times in which you do wake up is because you, your brain is so active still. Mm -hmm. um, a lot to think about, especially in this pandemic, there'll be people that have money stresses, not seeing the family, stressing about people catching COVID and the implications of that. So I totally understand that. And I think one thing that has helped me is, especially in them eight weeks, I found that I was going to bed later and later uh, watching Netflix stuff like that and then getting up a bit later as well and just not in a healthy routine so what I've started to do is is go to bed an hour early um, trying to stay off devices like my mobile phone and television and reading for me um, I think because it's a skill set that I don't really use that much it really tires us out when I when I have to read a book so I've been trying to do that and just kind of giving myself an extra hour in bed so that there's no pressure to actually fall asleep. Whereas sometimes if you go to bed at midnight, you're like, I've got to fall asleep because it's so yeah. late. And then it's one o'clock, then it's two o'clock. So that's something that that has helped me. Yeah, no, that, that, make, that does make a lot of sense, actually. So going back to the exercise um, side of things, um, perhaps our listeners um, would be helpful to understand why exercise is so important for them. Um, I think obviously I'm not a, a sports scientist or anything like that, but I think it definitely does release a feel good, good hormone, especially after after a session. And I think it's just that sense of achieving something with your day. Obviously, it can keep you keep you fit and healthy in your body and in your mind. But I think 
for people that are listening, I don't mean that you have to go for a, a 10 mile run, 20 mile run. I think it's important that you set yourself realistic challenges. And, you know, in lockdown, I did a lot of walking. Um, so even just walking, getting out in the fresh air, seeing different things, um, different scenery and stuff like that. I think you learn to appreciate the world a little bit more. And um, yeah, that certainly helped me. And I think that's why exercise is so important. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm not doing sort of anything sort of cardio wise, particularly at the moment. I'm, you know, I work up a bit for sweat with sort of brisk walking, but just being outside in nature, it's that change of perspective, isn't it? Breathing fresh air, and like you say, appreciating nature and being outdoors. It, it does help. It shifts your perspective somehow. Yeah, definitely. I think even on them cold days, you know, when you're all wrapped up and, and you're going for a walk and obviously you can still go for a walk with one person, which is great as mm -hmm. distance. And I think just them conversations, you know, staying off your mobile phone, because I think a lot of the time when you can meet up indoors, you find that you probably catch up for 10 minutes and then you look around the room and everyone's on the mobile phone, whereas mm -hmm. you really walk and be on your phone because you're going across roads and stuff like that so I just think you have better conversations when you're outside um, and that's something that I've definitely realised in in this lockdown and again walking is exercise um, and you can see that you can definitely fit that into your routine I think most people can achieve that yeah so what about um, if we were talking about sort of staying positive and so on and motivated, what about the link between food and mood? What do you understand that to mean? Yeah, I think um, I think when you when you eat healthy, you, you just feel better, don't you? I think yeah. you have more energy naturally because the food that you're eating will, will give you better energy than if you're eating like burgers and fries and stuff like that. And don't get us wrong, there's, there's no point me sitting here and lying and saying my diet is 100% healthy all the time. Um, I know in lockdown when McDonald's opened for one day, I did actually give myself a treat day and, and have a McDonald's. <laughs> but you know what, afterwards, afterwards, I just regretted it so much. I was like, it wasn't what I expected and I just felt terrible after it. So I think, um, yeah, yeah, it's just just getting your diet, your diet correct and Again, still give yourself the odd treats and stuff like that because you've got to keep yourself positive in this time. There's there's no point. We're already going through a, a negative time with the lockdown, as I touched on before, not seeing your family, friends, worries. So you've got to give yourself them, them little treats. But I think in general, if you can keep your diet as healthy as possible, it just does put you in a, a, a better mood. I don't know the science behind it, but I suppose, as you say, mood is food. <laughs> Yeah, and I think isn't sugar supposed to be the devil in terms of messing with our our moods and things? And there's talk, isn't there now, about this um, gut brain axis? I think it is. Um, yeah. well, so you know, so that what we actually are eating affects our our behaviours ultimately as well. So that's um, something that could potentially sabotage us, isn't it, from our sort of goals and our good intentions? Yeah, I think it definitely does. And you know what, if if you're like me and do like the odd chocolate bar, I think if you've exercised or been for a walk that day, you feel like you've earned it a little bit. And uh, away from this lockdown, away from this pandemic, I do usually work on a, a thing where it's like, 
okay, I've, I've had a tough week. I've trained every day. We've had a tough game on the Sunday and then we might have the Monday off. So that's when I'll give myself a little treat. And I think it's important that no human can just go, 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 go without reflecting on maybe what they've achieved that week, what's been positive and then rewarding yourself. Because if you're not getting any rewards and you think, what's the point in doing it? It's a, it's a little bit like when you're training a dog the dog suddenly starts to sit when you start giving it a treat so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny so it's about a, cutting ourselves a bit of slack at the moment in a way then isn't it because you know normally we'd all be really on it like we'd have all these goals and all these new year's resolutions so maybe we just need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves set ourselves some realistic expectations and perhaps goals that are meaningful I mean I don't <sighs> you know with the best will in the world I just for myself I don't see the point in dropping a dress size right now it just doesn't seem to sort of float my boat really because I'm not going anywhere so it's about realistic expectations and goals that are meaningful perhaps and and maybe new year's resolutions haven't um you know inspired people in the same way this year because of everything that's going on yeah, and I think everybody's trying to keep a, as much normality in the life as possible, aren't there? And if if you're part of, say, a running group or a walking group, maybe you haven't been able to meet up and, and do your walks. Because a lot of people do exercise for the for the social side of it. Like, mm-hmm. I went to train and I, I love seeing the girls. And that was over Christmas, for example. I think we had about eight days off and... It wasn't the fact that I missed these grueling box-to-box runs. I, I missed being around the girls and having a laugh, having a conversation. So if that is you and you're part of these clubs and or and training can't go on, then maybe you can set up a little WhatsApp group and you can still check in with each other. I don't know, did you do your 5K walk today? Well done. And I think that interaction is is very important as well. Yeah. I completely agree. So what's going on? I mean, obviously, you're still able to go and train. What's happening in your football world? You mentioned something about you having COVID tests every 48 hours. And what's going you know, on there with the team then? Yeah, it's a bit crazy at the minute. Um, over Christmas, we had had a few positive tests. So we've just got to try and um, kind of keep that number as, as low as possible. So we've had a few of the girls isolating over this time and there health and safety is the most important thing. So the club's brought in measures where we're getting tested every 48 hours because if somebody comes up as a positive, we need to get them isolating as quick as possible. So, yeah, it's been a bit mad, to be honest. Training numbers have been a bit low, but it's probably, again, looking at the positive, giving the team time to focus on maybe what you need to work on more individually. Um, We've had a couple of games called off, so that means more training time together as a group and, We've managed to work on some things for matches and stuff like that. So I think the club's done a fantastic job in terms of um, keeping us safe from the the COVID testing uh, point of view. And as I said before, we just feel extremely lucky that we can go in, we can train and still have that that sense of normality to our lives at the minute. Mm, Yeah. So what about the games that you have played without crowds and things like that? That must be a bit weird, is it? Yeah, it is weird. I, I don't know if I touched on it last time we spoke, but 
the first game was at Wembley in the Community Shield and usually that would be like 40,000 people. Um, we've had it to like 80,000 before for England games. So that was really weird to be there with, with no crowds. And I remember the ball going out for a corner and it was just silent. And I said to the girl, I was like, you're going to have to keep talking. Like, come on, like we've got to get the noise up. So, yeah, we are missing the fans. Um, and I know they're probably missing the football as well. But I think you just you just have to admit that that's that's how it is at the minute and you've got to control the controllables we can't change that at the moment so we're just trying to go out there and put in performances that still make them proud I know the club's made the game accessible on uh, certain channels and stuff like that so they still feel like the support and the team and we feel it we still read social media and everything else so we're just so grateful that they're still trying to keep in touch and support the team as much as they can. Yeah, no point arguing with reality, is there? <laughs> yeah. So what's what's going to happen around? Because I mean, of course, we thought now we'd be out of this, didn't we? Back in the day when we when we were last talking about the Olympics, because I think when we last spoke, we were having a discussion around um, handling disappointment. So, what's the latest on the whole Olympic thing, or isn't there a latest? Is it just still completely all up in the air? No communications. Yeah, I think it is all all up in the air at the moment. Um, I don't know if a decision was looking to be to be reached soon, but did they realise that we we're going to be in this situation again? I, I'm not sure. Um, I try not to listen to hearsay and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. until it's in black and white, then that's what's happening. But yeah, obviously that's a, a goal of mine this year to to go to that. So something I've been working towards, and then it's probably been. I think it was February last year, so nearly a year ago that I got my 149th cap for England. So I've been trying to get this next game to to make my 150th. Um, oh, that would be amazing. Oh, we'll definitely be celebrating that with him forever. Yeah, but I think obviously the games have been getting called off and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's just what it is in terms of motivation. I've, I've got that goal in my head. I really want to make that 150th and obviously make a major tournament with the team but at the same time um, I know I've said it a few times now but just feel very fortunate that I can train and and still do my day-to-day job. Yeah well I'm hoping that um, when we speak next time and hopefully um, you will um, agree to talk to me again is I'm hoping we're going to be in a much more positive place in terms of the pandemic and so on and we're going to be able to be um, talking about um, you know our worlds opening up again and the Olympics and and more positive things but certainly for now talking about motiv- motivation and how you handle it Jill's been very helpful so thank you so much um, for no. joining me today it's always a pleasure to talk to you. No I always enjoy it and um, thanks to everybody that has has tuned in and I look forward to the next one.